I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Hello guys and welcome back to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. This has got to be the most anticipated podcast I've ever recorded. I am finally going to tell you guys what it is that I have been working on for the last few months, pretty much since I began Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone. I started just spiraling in the best way with so many creative ideas. Like I just thought, hold on, this isn't just going to be a podcast. This is going to be its own brand. It's going to be its own entity. It's like another little portal of my brain that I didn't think I could create. Like I honestly love my job. I love my business and everything I do. But when I started this podcast, I thought it was just going to be this platform that I could use to talk to you, share my wisdom, share my life, talk to you guys about your lives, interview some beautiful, amazing people. Never did I think it was going to turn into its own sort of business or into its own sort of brand and have a multitude of things that come from it. And I'm so glad it's turned into that because it made me realize that my brain is so capable of creating more. The flow that has come with me with creating episodes and creating products and so many juicy ideas. I just am so stoked that I finally am getting to share this next one with you guys. And it's so aligned with the podcast. It's so aligned with me and it's hopefully going to align with you guys and you'll jump on it and you'll get into it and you'll love it. So without further ado, because I'm not going to beat around the bush here, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have already seen the reveal on Sunday night. But I'm so excited and proud to announce that I have launched Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, The Journal. This is just so fitting because you guys know I'm always telling you, you need a journal. And so I thought I can't just be preaching this without putting it into practice and giving you guys a resource to actually use. So I thought I'd come up with my own. It's something that's going to not only help us all stay accountable with journaling. It's going to be something that helps you transform. It's to go with you on your journey towards building your dream life. And it's something that just is going to be your little safe space. I want you to feel like it's you and me. And if you don't want it to be me there, then it's not, I'm not there. But when I mean it's you and me, it's me in your little mind, hyping you up Think of everything I've ever told you already and that's what I want you to consider when you're writing out your goals, when you're writing out what you're going to do outside your comfort zone, when you're thinking of what your mantra is going to be for the week, when you're writing what you're grateful for, when you're writing about something that you know you need advice and support with, I'm right there with you and I'm going to be hyping you up throughout the weeks. I'm going to share with you guys my journal entries and all these things. And it's just going to be this beautiful safe space that we have for ourselves and to create a 
little ritual with yourself if you haven't already got into journaling and have that little self-love ritual then this is going to be the perfect way for you to start so the journal is made up in a 26 week format however it's not necessarily dated so even though it's got enough space in there to go across 26 weeks weeks which is half a year it's pretty much at your own pace and if you miss a week it doesn't matter like you're just going to pick it up again when you feel like it and write again but I guess the whole point is that you do it week to week to stay on track and then when the 26 weeks is up and you've done that like you know without stopping you're going to notice a huge difference and you're going to have come a really long way so the beginning of the journal is basically like writing about where you are on your journey right now, how you're feeling, where you live, what you do for work, all these questions and if there's like something that you wish you could be doing differently in your life and you then get to write about that and how you feel like something might be holding you back and then from there it's pretty much you're into your week to week where we set our intentions each week it's designed, I guess, for you to do it on a Sunday or a Monday, wherever it feels best in your routine. And you journal about what you're going to do outside your comfort zone, what your goals are, what your mantra is. And I think it's really nice to have a little mantra for your week because it is going to be something that you feel relevant to week to week. And it's your little hype up message in your mind. I definitely go through weeks where I have something just sort of like you might see it on Pinterest or on Instagram or TikTok. You see a little quote or something that just it flickers in your brain just that bit longer and it makes you just think about things and come back to that. It always will be in alignment. If you see it, you're meant to see it at that time. So it's a good thing to a little thing to write down each week and just come back to it, say it over and over. I'll give you a great example. Like this week, I went into a shop and I was just like really off put by the person in the shop and um, I just walked out and I was like you know what I think that's the last time I'm walking into that shop I just feel like it doesn't feel good anymore I'm just not really feeling supported by these people whatever it might be and I walked out and it really altered my energy a lot and it shouldn't have because I was you know I was having such a good day and good morning and I just was like oh that feels really icky and it pulled me down and it didn't trigger me but it nearly did and I was just like oh like I drove off in like a half and I was like that that just I just feel I just feel ick from that and disappointed and I thought you know I'll go and just keep going about my day and I had to go to Target yesterday to grab a few things for my photo shoot and I was walking around in there and I could just feel my energy just like I wasn't in my body I wasn't thinking about what I needed to do in there and I was just like like I had the rain cloud over me and I was like this is just not nice and I stopped myself and I said Alyssa what are you doing I operate at a higher frequency than this and I was like just kept saying that I operate at a higher frequency than that person does and that's why I'm triggered by them because I've nearly got down onto their level because I just felt their energy too much and I was like oh yuck no so I just kept saying that throughout the day I operate on a higher frequency I operate on a higher frequency I operate 
on a higher frequency. And then I felt into it and I was like, yes. And I was in Target and I was trying on all these clothes and I was just feeling good then. I was like, yes, this is me. This is my energy back into my own energy. So important to protect your energy, guys, because like that can happen really quickly. And if you don't have a little tool in place, like how I can bring myself out of it like that, then that's how we fall into other people's energies. And especially if you're an empath and you feel it really easily, ugh, it can just trigger you. So that was just my little mantra that I've then like kind of kept thinking about the last few days. And it just keeps me coming back into a higher vibe and I want to attract high frequency too. So when I kept saying that, I felt better and better and higher and higher. And it just makes you feel alive. It makes you feel electric. So just little things like that will come into your mind and then that will feel right. And just think about that throughout your week. There is about six pages per week of just free journal space. It's all lined so you can write however much or however little you want to. If you want to do it a page a day or you might feel like called to journal like over six pages one week. I sort of just did that because I wasn't sure how much people were going to feel called to write day to day or each week and some people might need it to go longer and some people will find one page a day enough and I sort of am aiming for this to be a bit of a beginner's journal for people who don't necessarily journal or who aren't like committed to it every single day or every week and just yeah want to have it there to just like keep them accountable if it's just all I have to do is write one page per day I'll get it done and whether it's writing about you know something good that happened that day whether it's you know you're taking it to work and you're just writing your to-do list in it whatever feels good for you that's what it's designed for I know for me like I might pick up my journal and write six pages straight and then I won't do it for another two weeks so for me I, I don't think I'll use it per day I think I'll probably just have like yeah Perhaps it might just be my weekend ritual that I pick up the journal, do the weekly like intention setting, the weeks like a big, I want to say like word vomit into my journal and then I'll do the reflections as well. So that's the other thing on the end of the week, you've got your weekly reflection. So that is having time to pretty much think about all the wins for the week. What did you learn throughout the week? What went well? What might not have gone so well? Did you actually do that thing you said you're going to do? And basically, you just write however you need to just in summary of your week and then what you were grateful for this week. Again, gratitude is a really, really beautiful practice if you don't know what to write about in a journal. Just come back to gratitude and thinking about, well, what am I really thankful for each day or when I wake up in the morning or when I go to bed at night and think about one thing each day that you're grateful for and try and like write that down every day. It just makes you really feel much better. And even if you've had a bad day, that's the best kind of time to find something positive to say so that you're not just focusing on all the negative things. Because trust me, even if you've had a bad day, you've still woken up that day. You've still Uh, have a family around you or friends around you or you might still have a job and you might still have food you might still have a roof over your head depending on how bad the day has been but what I'm saying is like there's still always something to find in your day there's always a silver lining and gratitude is just something that we really need to practice in order to help our manifestations in order to help our higher frequency and 
to feel into things more deeply, gratitude is the best way to do so. So as you get to the end of the 26 weeks in the journal, there's a little part to reflect on the whole six months and how you feel, how you've come a long way. You can write a little letter to your past self and to your future self and then you can do it all again and you can order your next journal and go through the next six months as well and oh, it's going to change your life. Like That is the way I've designed it to help you change your life and knowing that you're going to be doing it with a lot of other people, we're all going to be on this journey together and I can't wait for it to be something that we all work through together. So maybe once the journals are launched, which I will be putting them to go, they'll be going live on the 10th of October. So you've got just under 10 days to prepare yourself for it. And they will be available on my website, which is ascreativecollective.com.au. Hopefully I'm going to be able to get them into a few stores as well. I'll sort all that out. And as time goes on, I'm sure you'll be able to find them in a lot of stores. That's something I'm definitely manifesting. And basically, maybe once they're all shipped, I'll be able to have a start date and we can maybe all do it together. Like that would be pretty cool. Or even like just the first, you know, month together. So We'll think about that and I'll definitely keep you guys updated if you want to be a part of something like that to keep you accountable. But yeah, I can't believe it's finally out. I've done a pretty good job at keeping this secret. But honestly, if I've posted anything ever and someone's like seen me in real life, they've said, can I know what it is? (laughs) So yeah, a lot of people have found out, but a lot of people didn't and that's exciting. And so When I'm recording, it's Friday and I've just had the morning shooting for the product, for the journal and done a personal brand shoot with the amazing Lisa Heyman. You guys, if you remember, I actually spoke about her a few podcasts ago. I think it was in How to Expand Your Brand podcast, how she was doing all these beautiful photo shoots like with like mothers and families and babies. She's a wedding photographer as well. And she was so kind to do this photo shoot with me, doing something a bit different, personal brand and a product. And honestly, we had so much fun. We get along so well. And she really did move mountains for me to get this done today and to go above and beyond. She has the most beautiful studio in Sale, Victoria, and it's called the Joy Collective. Oh, I could live in there, honestly. It was so cute and so calm. And she was such a hype girl. Like it really got me going for the for the shoot, which I like I'm a creative director and I do a lot of like styling for shoots and I do a lot of creative directing and telling people what to do. But when you're on the other side of the camera, you kind of get all shy and you and like I don't like I like to be like in front of the camera but at the same time I was like oh I don't know what I look like right now so I don't know like what I need to do or like how to stand or like where to put my hand or how to hold on to the journal whatever but she was awesome at directing me and hyping me and it was just so much fun so I can't wait to see how all the photos turn out and I'm sure you guys will be seeing lots of content in the coming weeks but oh she was epic And yeah, I just had the best time. Like, I think that's the first time I've really done something 
for my business and for my brand and for myself that's really just solely for me and like I said I do a lot of styled shoots for other people and businesses but to have like invested in that for myself feels really good and it's something I've put off for a really long time but this journal is something that's going to be a big deal for me and I wanted it to do it properly and these photos are going to just like absolutely sell it to you guys which isn't the point but it is the point (laughs) but anyway Let's talk about journaling and gratitude a bit more so that when you guys are going to get into your new journaling era, because that's what's going to happen, you're going to have some more things that you can think about when it comes to putting thoughts on paper. So journaling is a really important tool with mental health. Now, if you are someone who struggles with anxiety, if you're someone who overthinks a lot of things, if you're someone who likes to, I guess, look back on something that's happened and think of it in other scenarios I guess that's overthinking but like anxiety is thinking about something before it happens and then I feel like overthinking is when perhaps it's already happened and you're reflecting on it and you're thinking of how it could have gone differently so I guess journaling is a good tool for that because you want to sort of write down okay this is what happened recap about it reflect on it but you can't change it at the end of the day. You can never change what's just happened and you can't predict the future either. All we really have is the moment right here, right now. And journaling is a great tool to sort of think about, okay, I probably journal more things that have happened and then I'm just like, okay, you know, I saw this person and this is how I felt or today at work, da da da, da or I got this big opportunity or this thing fell through this triggered me that person's triggering me or whatever I need to like get out it's basically what I write down in my journal it's what I don't have the I guess not the balls to say it to somebody but like I don't want to put that strain onto somebody who doesn't have capacity to hear what I've got to say so I guess I keep keep a lot of things to myself and not in a way that I bottle them up because I do journal about them and I express it in my own way and I let things out, like I don't let it just go on and on and on. So if you're someone who feels like you just don't really feel like you want to talk to other people about your problems, like if you talk about them, that makes them real, then journaling is a great tool. But I actually was saying this as well to someone. I was like, sometimes journaling, I don't want to journal about something that isn't feeling great because then it makes it more real. So it's about creating this safe space. And it's really, really important that you have this idea with your journal it's your safe place and there is no judgment there and if if it's a true thing or a false thing or a thought or a reality like whatever it is it doesn't matter it's just it's a different it's a different world okay like you want you when you write that down that's its own world it's not it doesn't have to be the world you're living in because it's a past thing or it's a future thing like you know what I mean that's probably confusing but I just think if you're someone who really does worry about something that's happened, yeah, get it out and and release it, but you can't hold yourself into what could have been either. So journaling is great to let things go and move move through it. Also journaling about something that's coming up and how you might be feeling nervous for it or excited about it or preparing for it whatever it might be and of course journaling is epic for manifestation so 
we talk about this all the time, journaling as if things have already happened and just writing about what your dream life is, when you wake up in the morning, what your routine is, how you feel about yourself, your idea of self, your ideal relationship, all these magical things you can write about in a way to make yourself a bit delulu, but make it pretty much come into real life. So that's the best thing, journaling about your manifestations. Oh, that's how the magic happens, trust me. Journaling also about gratitude. Now, gratitude is a key player in the manifestation process. So having your thoughts about what you have already, like they need to be positive because if you're not happy with the life that you have, you'll never be open to creating a higher vibrant frequency for the things that you don't have yet. So for example, let's go back in time to when I manifested my car and I don't want it to be materialistic, but it's just it's the best way to put it. I had a car that was just like, you know, ready for an upgrade. It wasn't serving me anymore. It wasn't making me feel safe. All these things were happening to it. And I was just like, oh, I just need a new bloody car. And obviously like making that, you know, conscious energy exchange to invest in a new car and spend all that money, blah, blah, blah. It's a big thing. It doesn't just happen overnight. So I had to start thinking about, okay, well, if I want this new car, I have to be grateful for the car that I have. And so I would be driving my car and I'd be thinking, I'm so lucky I have this car. It it was once something I manifested. Everything about my first car when I was 18 was I manifested it to the dollar, to the kilometerage, to the color, to the, every detail in that car, I manifested and I manifested the next one. But it's because you're so, so grateful for what you have without actually having that thing. So a relationship's a great one. You've got to be so grateful for the relationships that you have around you, the people around you, the relationship you have with yourself. You've got to feel so, so good on your own and in your body and in your what you have to offer. That is what will help you be more open to the next person coming through into your life because you're grateful for what you have without having that. Being grateful on a deeper level is something that's really powerful too. And this week I found this really beautiful quote on TikTok. It was, all right, I'll read it out to you. I think the thing that makes me the most emotional in life is the realization that everything I have and everything I see has been touched by other people. Someone designed the logo of my favorite tea bags and someone decided which paintings should go in the calendar hanging on my wall. Someone built the roof over my head and someone paved the street outside my house. Someone made this pair of glasses specifically for me and someone picked the pear I ate with my lunch. Someone designed my favorite sweater. Every book I read, every song I listen to, every film I watch, tens if not hundreds of thousands of people had to be there to make it happen. Even if I am alone, I am always surrounded by other human beings. Isn't that just the sweetest analogy to think about everything around you and how it gets to you is because of another human? And if that's not a way to make you realize your importance in the world, I don't know what is. 
Second to that, it makes me emphasize how important design is in the world we live in. It literally is a designer's world. And when you think about that, you sit and look at everything you're looking at in front of you right now. It has been designed by somebody, somewhere, somehow, whether it's an engineer, an interior designer, a branding designer, an industrial designer. There is so much in this world that someone has physically designed and made. Like right now I'm sitting at my desk, someone designed how a printer works. Someone designed a nail polish bottle. Someone designed the packaging for the Gaviscon tablets. Someone designed the McDonald's logo. Someone designed a photo frame. Like there is so much design all around me. And when you start looking at every little detail, it will blow your mind at how much things are designed. So if you're ever questioning pursuing a career as a creative, stop questioning it because that's how the world keeps spinning. But also, thirdly to that, it makes me realize that we need to be grateful on that depth of a level, that level of depth. I said it again. I'm really not sure if that's a correct statement. But think about things and how they get to you, not just the thing that's in front of you. So like waking up and having your morning coffee, we just will often be like, oh, I'm so grateful for coffee. But you don't think about how that coffee got to you. First of all, a coffee bean is grown most likely in Brazil or Africa. Like it's always going to have a different way of even getting to Australia. It's not not naturally farmed here. So it's grown, it's picked, it's then grinded, it's then manufactured, it's then packaged, and then it ends up in factories, in supermarkets, and then it ends up in a coffee shop or it ends up in our house. And then we have, you know, a coffee machine that then creates the drips of the coffee, and then we have the milk. You know, like then that's a whole process again. How does the milk get to us? Whether it's cow's milk and it's been on a farm and it's been from a cow and someone milked that cow and then it went through manufacturing and then it got bottled then it got to the supermarket then we had to drive to the supermarket to get it and then it goes in our coffee we're not going to dive down the alternative milk farming because I'm really not sure how that even works but you know what I'm saying like everything has come from another source to get to us unless you live on a beautiful homestead where you grow everything and eat everything that you grow like goals imagine that but even still like just think about how that all happens so it's just a crazy way to overthink but in a positive way and it makes you just get that bit more emotional when you're practicing your gratitude it's like wow there is so much to everything I have and to everything around me and it just makes you feel a bit more like wow I should be so much more grateful for the fact that I get to live in this world. I get these things. I I get to pay for power and water and heating and cooling. And I get to pay for petrol because it fills up my car and it gets me from where I need to go. I get to pay to go and have like an appointment because I get something out of it. You know, everything is an energy exchange and we should be saying I get to, not I have to just makes us feel feel like we're so much more in a state of abundance and state of gratitude rather than lack and negativity and 
the world is against you because there isn't that much against you. It's all, all happening for you. So I hope that was a little bit of an inspo chat for you guys and got you hyped up for what's to come. And once you get your journal, you have a little, a few little ideas to come back to this episode and think about what to journal about if you're ever feeling lost. And I do have something in the future that I will be bringing out to help you with ideas for journaling as well. But we will not give all away all at once. So stay tuned for what's to come. And I'm going to finish off with a little quote because we love to do that these days. Hey, oh yeah, this is a good one. You're never ready for what you have to do. Just do it. That will make you ready. Ah, what a sleigh. Catch me outside my comfort zone. The journal will be officially going live on 10th of October, 2023. So please set your alarms and get ready because the rest of your dream life is about to begin.